Hey guys, welcome back and thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the More Than a Body podcast. My name is Catherine. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in. On this podcast, we talk about all things spiritual, mental, physical fitness, because we are so much more than just a body. I'm so excited to bring this episode to you. So let's dive in. Oh, hello, friends. How are you? I hope you're having a great, great day. What day is it? Thursday, I think. Who knows what day it will be by the time you hear this. But I thought it was time for another chat. I have headphones in, so I hope there's no clanging around that's distracting to you. Grab a drink. Get cozy. Smoke it if you got it, if you want it, if that's your business. And let's chat. (laughs) So let me first start by saying I tried to record this episode a few nights ago and it was really hard for me. And so not to make this episode about something it's not, but if you follow me, you know that I'm very new to but loving the concept and the ideology of human design. I find it to be very accurate. Um, It's like... The only way I can describe it, it's like astrology on steroids. It's so good. And it incorporates a lot of things. The astrology, um, the chakras, the I Ching. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there. And I can point you in the direction of resources. So message me or email me if that's something you want to learn more about. I have some friends who I highly recommend. That being said, <laughs> I am realizing at as a manifester, that this podcast is a great tool for me. And so I'm trying to approach this podcast in a way that's more aligned for me as a manifester, as someone who needs to speak to understand what is true for me, needs to speak and talk things out. That's just how I work. So I'm approaching this podcast from a place of not writing things down, not having an outline and bullet points for me to hit, but it's really hard for me to do that because I, as someone, as a manifester, as an ego manifester specifically, who is conditioned to judge myself, it's very hard to bypass my head, even though on things that don't matter, on things that aren't publicized, on random everyday things. I am someone who is very stream of consciousness, who just speaks without thinking, right? Like just has no problem communicating how I feel, what I believe, what is up, what is down for me. But when I'm in this space of recording or talking or particularly creating for, you know, my online platform, my head gets in the way of my heart all the time because that's just how I've been conditioned to be, to make myself small, to not say how I really feel because it's bad or it will offend someone or or whatever. Um, So thank you for joining me in this little experiment and allowing me to use this space um, as a place for me to kind of practice that and flex that muscle a little bit and uncondition D 
decondition with you and not 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 thank you for allowing me. I don't need permission. Um, but thank you for being with me and sitting with me and listening to me. And if that's not for you, if that's not not what you're about, then feel free to go elsewhere. Um, and if you are someone who's about that, thanks for being patient with me because I'm sure there will be moments where I don't make sense or I ramble or whatever. So now that that's out of the way, I want to talk about awakening. I don't really know what I want to talk about, but I know I want to talk about something and I have the idea of where it's going in my head. I have the feeling in my heart that it needs to come out. So we're just going to start with like, what the fuck is going on in the world right now? Also, I swear, and I try not to, but if there are children around, it is a preemptive. I apologize. Maybe listen to this when you're alone in your bathtub or on your couch or in your bed or in your car. I don't care where you listen. Um, Anyway, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about like what's going on right now. So there is... First of all, I've been thinking about the idea of the spiritual awakening a lot lately. And I've been really, how do I say this? As someone who is very, quote unquote, woo-woo, as someone who believes in a lot of things, as someone who has experienced herself Um, And who has abilities beyond the physical realm. Like, there are a lot of things that I've experienced in my own spiritual journey that I don't talk about because I don't, first of all, it's my business, it's my journey, and everyone's journey is so individual. And something I learned very quickly is that it's easy to compare yourself to other people and to take on other people's journeys as your own. And the number one rule and I don't care who they are the number one thing you should look for in a advisor or a mentor or someone you um put up on a pedestal which you really shouldn't and I'm the first person to say like please don't put me on a pedestal I'm literally doing this alongside of you and just communicating my truth And if you resonate with that, great. If you don't, I don't want you around because not because, because, oh, no one who agrees, everyone who disagrees with me is wrong because the number one thing that I have learned this far is the idea of discernment and resonance. And if something does not resonate with you, then it is not for you. If a person does not resonate with you, I don't care who they are. They are not for you. I don't care if everyone else thinks they're the best, thinks they're the best. I don't care if they have a million followers, if they're a well-known name in the industry. Trust me, there are a lot of people that are well-known names in the spiritual community, in the spiritual entrepreneurship coaching world industry, and I can't stand them. I don't resonate with them whatsoever. And you know what? I unfollow them. I don't listen to their podcasts anymore. I I gave myself permission to let them go because I don't care how many people agree with them. I don't resonate with them and that is okay. The thing that happens when you 
listen and take in, digest and follow the words of someone you don't resonate with is you get clouded. You are unable to um, to determine your own resonance. And resonance is a feeling within the body. If you want to talk about on a more practical level and um, that's something I'm embracing myself as far as my own path and my own business and my own purpose here in this community is I truly believe that I'm and someone who is supposed to make this practical because I don't think everyone is going to have crazy extraterrestrial 5D experiences, psychic hits. Like I don't think that everyone is going to have that and I don't think everyone is supposed to have that that I'm realizing this more and more. And another way of saying spiritual awakening is like shift in consciousness, right? So if you want to talk about resonance on a more practical level, more scientific level, more quantum physics level, resonance is vibration. And When you are in alignment, you feel good physically in your body. When something is not in alignment, is not in resonance, it does not feel good in your body. So how do you know if something resonates with you or not? Does it feel good in your body? If it doesn't feel good, if it makes you feel fearful, if it makes you feel skeptical, if it makes you feel doubtful of yourself, of your reality, if it makes you upset... It probably isn't true for you. And there's a difference because there are things that are true that that do make you upset. But even in those moments, there's like a deep knowing and it's not as earth shattering. It may make you upset for like a minute or two, but like usually there's also with that a deep knowing and a freedom that comes with it because all of a sudden you can let this thing go because it actually is not in alignment. It is not true, right? Um, so I just think it's important to talk about that. So the way, like where we are right now is I think in the initial stages of this, of this first awakening. And it's something that You don't really know you experience until you're on the other side of that, if that makes sense to you. If it doesn't make sense to you, maybe it's because you're in it. But trust me, when you get on the other side of it, you'll see a whole bigger picture. So when I first think back to my own start, my my own story, I think the first step in this awakening or shift in consciousness or however you want to term it is irritation is anger it it came in me as irritation depression and anger um for no right reason okay it was uncomfortable i was uncomfortable in my body And I went the Western medicine route, was diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder, which I don't actually have, was medicated for a long time. My whole, my story is a story and maybe one day I'll talk about it. But anyway, 
looking back now as someone who's on the other side who can see things differently now, when I, I went that route, and again, everything happens for a reason. Had I not gone that route, I would have never been introduced to my therapist who would have never introduced me to meditation, who would have never told me to try it. And I know myself, I would have never tried it on my own. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is, is I was uncomfortable. I was unhappy. I was angry. I couldn't really explain why it felt completely out of my control. What I now believe that was, was the irritation, the lack of resonance, right? The unalignment inside me, my soul was irritated. The light was trying to crack my ego. And it's funny because I had been really interested in meditation for a while and I had not let myself do it. I was scared of it. I like Googled one time I Googled Kundalini yoga because I was interested in it, but then I Googled it and because I was so unaware and so like just not in that world at all. I read these posts and articles and thought it was something that could seriously hurt me. (laughs) Now that makes me laugh. That's so cute. (laughs) You know, like that's such a cute thing. Oh, Catherine. Um, So anyway, so that anger and here's, and here's why, here's what I believe when someone who is already shifted who is already awake, um, who is already starting to let that light out. I believe it irritates others. Not because I believe it irritates them on an unconscious level because that light, their inner light, their inner being, their soul, whatever word you want to use can see it. It's totally subconscious. And the 3D ego mind, the physical human body is irritated by that because it's unknown. It's foreign. The light is a threat. The consciousness shift is a threat to the human ego. And I really want to reframe the way we think about the human ego because I, I think Nowadays, the ego is so demonized and shamed. And the reality is, is that the ego has been so important to our survival up until now. But do you notice how now there's this shift occurring as we've evolved so far? That's because we're not going to evolve anymore physically. Our ego got us here from caveman days. Our ego is our primitive reptilian brain it's what has served us throughout evolution but now we don't need it anymore so to me I, bl- I don't believe we should be demonizing the ego I think we should be thanking it and showing it love and gratitude because it literally protected us its job is to protect us and it's still trying to protect us except for the fact that we don't need it anymore so we can tell it that it's okay we can tell it that it's safe we can tell it thank you thank you so much for trying to protect me I'm going to step in now because I'm actually safe and this is a good move for me right so I think when the inner light switch gets turned on from another person it triggers that irritation it triggers that ego 
because the ego is protecting it. Oh, no, no, no. This is a threat to me. This is a threat to me. Fight or flight, right? Totally animalistic. We have to remember we were animals. And so that's that initial anger, that initial, I'm starting to wake up and I don't understand what's happening, but my animal side is taking over and this is completely out of my control and I am completely unaware of what's going on. So then we might start to start to find ourselves interested in certain things. Like for me, it was meditation. I was very called to meditation, very called to Buddhism, very, very called to it. And I honestly had no idea why. And I think that's because we get called to the things that will soothe us, that are going to soothe that irritation. We also could get called to drugs and alcohol. I'm getting off topic. So anyway, (laughs) what I think is going on now, what I think is going on now is the trigger of the ego and people that have not had this initial shift, right? But I also think there's a part, a larger part of us I think that trigger in the initial, because it's all energy, it all, it all flows together, it all drags each other. So the people who are like, for lack of a better way to describe this, on the highest pedestal as far as awakening goes, they're continuing to ascend and energetically that drags every other layer, right? We can only go as far as our ceiling and until our ceiling raises, then the rest of us get dragged because we all are one. Let, re- let me remind you, we are all one piece energetically of the collective whole and every single thing I do affects everyone else. Every single thing you do affects everyone else. When one person's energy dies or leaves this plane, it is felt. Okay. So I think we have ascended so far that the the like remainder of the people that need to initially wake up are starting to wake up and they're angry they're so angry do you see like all those the instagram karens going wild where all those people are like flailing about and acting so bizarrely and so childish and so it's weird right it's like kind of scary and weird to me what that is is that is the ego that's the ego fighting it's trying so hard and I truly believe these people have no freaking idea what's going on they're they're asleep to it they have no idea but as someone on the other side we can we can see it that way so then there's the people who are already awake they already like know you know, that some things are not cool anymore, but it's like, a. the only way I can describe it is, um, it's not my problem. Like if you want to take it in terms of this whole, of, of black lives matter and of re- systemic racism and everything that's going on, just so I can put it into context so I can, so I can explain it. Um, but we can literally apply this idea to pretty much anything. I can apply it to my own life right now. Okay. And I'll do both. So there are the people that are like, we've, we've already ended slavery or segregation is gone. Like you already are 
quote unquote free, that is the like the next level of awakening. So that is, I've already, like, I've already awakened once, like, yeah, 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 but it's not fully integrated, it's not fully embodied, because it's still the, um, you have your freedom, this isn't my problem anymore. It's still, it's still segregation, in a way, it's still separation, if you want to think about it. So, for me, like, how that would look in my life is, well, I've already, I've already healed that. I've already healed that. I don't need to go there again. Like, it's fine. I can just coexist with it. I know, I know it's there and I can acknowledge it, but I don't, I don't need to go any deeper. You know, am I making sense? I really hope that's making sense. It's really hard for me to get this out of my head and into words, but it's this cyclical energy that only until you get to the other side or till you're at the a conscious point or awareness point of being able to see it for what it is, can you then do the work and go further. And so really what's happening, if you want to make the spiritual practical, a spiritual awakening is truthfully just the dissolution of the ego. The dissolution of the human reptilian mind. Because evolution-wise, we're done growing arms, we're done growing legs, we're done adapting to our environment. The next thing is in consciousness. Is to eradicate and to remember that we are here to remember that we are one that love is our basic nature that we are spiritual beings having a human experience that we are divine consciousness expressing itself fractally through other people and we're here to remember that we're here to wake up to remember that I mean, we're here for a lot of other reasons, I'm sure. Who actually knows why we're here? Does it even matter? So that is why I I want to, I don't, it's hard. Okay, how do I say this? <laughs> I don't want to negate, I I believe it's important to put, make spirituality practical because it's one thing to say we're here to raise the vibration of the planet we're here to buzzword 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 you know 5d 9d all these like really crazy out there concepts that sure are true but I think it's um another form another form of the ego slowly dissolving it's another way Because there are those people that spiritually bypass reality. There are those spiritual people in the spiritual community that are like, what you focus on grows, Um, law of attraction. I don't want any of that in my life, so I'm not going to think about it and I'm not going to focus on it. Like, I think that's neglectful. I think that's wrong because the fact of the matter is, is that even if we are spiritual beings having a human experience, the human experience is still very real, right? These are people's lives. 
believe what you want to believe in, but if it negatively harms someone else, then maybe take a look at that. And so I think, I think that, that mentality, that spiritual bypassing mentality is just yet another way, another layer to the dissolution of the ego, right? Just because you're someone who's spiritually awake and you understand all these concepts now and whatever, have a connection to an alien or a, or a mediumship or you can channel or you see angel numbers everywhere, or you read tarot, like whatever, just because you have that doesn't mean you're, you don't have an ego. We all have an ego. I have an ego. My ego is still dissolving. Do I think my ego will ever be fully dissolved? Probably not. Do I think anyone's ego is ever fully dissolved? Probably not. Because the fact of the matter is even though we are spiritual beings having a human experience, we are still human. And the reason why we're here is to have that human experience. That human experience is an important piece of the puzzle. So it's neglectful to not acknowledge what's happening in the human experience. But I think it's important in this podcast episode and everything I do is directed at people who are already awake because I think it's important to view the human human experience from the higher perspective because when you do that it is easier not to get trapped in the ego because the fact of the matter is is there are a lot of people walking around who are not awake yet who haven't had that shift in consciousness consciousness yet whose ego hasn't broken yet and so I don't want to say all of this and and negate racism and you know homophobia or transphobia or hate in any way shape or form I don't want to negate that at all I just want to encourage us to view that from a different lens because excuse me that can help us work with that energy and that's why I say the only way to change someone is to completely let go of the expectation that you will change them at all and just live from that place in your day-to-day life. Because when you simply shine that light and live from that inner place, it unconsciously triggers the inner being in another. And literally, that's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Just continually to be, continue to be in that place. They react with hate. They spew, you know, vitriol everywhere. And you just continue to be in that higher perspective and don't stoop down. That's why I, I think conversations are important. But you can only have a conversation with someone who's like already kind of on their own, on their way there. You know, you can't have a conversation with someone who's asleep and literally dedicated not to hearing you. And you can't have a conversation with someone who's awake but choosing to live in denial either. And that's a huge thing. That is a huge thing. And again, what is that? That's just another layer of the dissolution of the ego. So, um, yeah, I think, I think really what we're seeing right now is just another leap. I think it's going to be huge. Like the next six months, maybe a year. This is obviously going to take a really long time. 
And we'll never stop because that's why we're here, right? We'll never stop. Um, There is no ceiling. It just goes on and on and on forever. And I don't know. There's so many theories I could go into, but I really wanted to just talk about this tonight. Um, I'm curious to know your thoughts. I think I'm going to leave it there. Because before I know, it'll be a three-hour episode. But just know that wherever you are in this equation, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably not asleep. (laughs) Wherever you are in this equation, it's okay. And you hear me talk about doing the work all the time. So what does that mean? That means when approached with information that is jarring to you, maybe doesn't make sense, maybe causes some kind of egoic reaction in you. Sit with it, look at it, practice discernment. Is this true and my ego is just reacting to it because it's a threat to my identity and what I know? Or do I genuinely not resonate with it? And if it is something that is true and it's just kind of flaring up your ego, right? Integrate that. Heal that. Look at that. There's nothing to be threatened by. You're safe. You know? The only threat is to your your ego, to that human consciousness. Look at it from the higher perspective, you know? Do the work. And 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 then now carry that lesson forward, right? Choose to operate from that newly integrated truth in every interaction moving forward. That's what doing the work is. Doing the work is not sitting down and journaling for 17 hours, writing I am, I am statements 108 times or, you know, praying the rosary a thousand times or however many times you say the rosary. Um, that's, that's, that, yes, that's important. Like, okay, that's a part of it. But the work, the work isn't on your yoga mat. The work isn't on your cushion. The work is in, in the human experience. The work is out on the streets. The work is in daily life. And that is why, I'm so passionate about this about the spiritual bypassing aspect of all of this is because that that's not the work. And and that's just another like I said before, it's that stage of it's essentially the same thing as being like, well you're there you're already free. What more do you want? You're you're equal. What more do you want? It's not my problem. You know? It's on paper. On paper. This is what it is, but it's not embodiment. It's not grounded in the 3D reality. It's not grounded in the physical human experience yet. On paper, it is, but it's not real yet. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's why I have such a problem with it. And, and it honestly is the same. But we all, regardless of who you are or what you do or where you come from, we're all subject to it because at the end of the day, we're all human. And that's why I'm so passionate about making the spiritual practical, 
bringing spiritual principles into the human experience because why else are we here? So I'm going to leave it there. Please email me your thoughts. You can find my email on my Instagram at the evolutionary empress. Um, I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to do this more. This was kind of fun for me. I really like want to know what you thought of this style episode. Um, you know, tag me in your social medias, email me, whatever you got to do to reach me. I love you the most and I will see you later. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the More Than a Body podcast. I'm so grateful that you spent a chunk of your time with me today. I really, really appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed. And I'm sending you all my love. If you want more information, you can always find me over on Instagram at The Evolutionary Empress, where you'll find out more info about any upcoming podcasts and all the good stuff I'm doing over there. We do readings. We do channeled messages. I talk about random stuff. There's lots of Alfie, my cat, who you probably heard in the background of this episode. (laughs) There's information on how to access the tribe. I'll post that in the show notes anyway, but I would love to connect with you over there. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for subscribing. And I will talk to you guys next week.